everyone. Welcome to Everyday Theologian, where we educate, empower, and equip you to know why you believe what you believe. everyone. Welcome to Everyday Theologian's first ever podcast. This is a place where we are educating one another on theological views, empowering one another to be confident in our beliefs, and equipping one another to communicate our thoughts with gentleness and respect. Because who knows that you can communicate thoughts, but if you're not being gentle and respectful with your words, the conversation's really not going to go that far. I'd like to do a quick intro to let you know who I am and why Everyday Theologian was created. My name is Charlie, if you do not know me, and I have a deep passion for understanding God's Word. But it has not always been that way. When I was 20 years old, I kind of had this crisis of faith. Maybe you can resonate with that. Maybe you've had one as well. I was growing up attending church, but I really just did as I pleased when I was not in the church building. My husband, Colby, and I, we were married for one year and then divorced after that year. So tragic and my fault because um, of infidelity on my part. And I did not understand how I got to that place. I remember racking my brain with questions. How did I get here? I went to church when the doors were open. This is where religion and a relationship with God come into the picture. Just because I attended church did not make me a Christian. Maybe you've heard the analogy, standing in a garage does not make you a car. I think that principle applied to my own life. You may be wondering, why are you starting your first podcast with such a somber story? I want to make one thing clear before we start this journey together. I am a human. I have sinned. I am far from perfect. Just because I'm starting a ministry does not mean that I have my life together. During our time, the last thing I want for you is to think more highly of me than you should. This entire platform is to glorify God and help you dive into your own relationship with him. You do not need my firsthand revelation or anyone else's for that matter. Now, you may have a favorite podcast person, a favorite pastor, or a book that you're reading, and those are all great. Obviously, I'm encouraging you, encouraging you to listen to a podcast because I'm recording one right now. But first and foremost, you need firsthand revelation from God through the Holy Spirit's power while you read scripture on your own. I am just willing to be a vessel that God is so kind to use, a willing but broken vessel. Friends, please do not come to our weekly podcast to find all of life's biggest answers. I know we have a lot of questions, and um, this platform is not a place where you may leave with all of the answers to your questions. Rather, theology is faith-seeking understanding. You will find this definition in multiple theology books. We do not first try to make sense of all of our questions and then find faith in Christ. 
It's actually the opposite. We will wrestle with theology together, but we are building on the faith that God has so graciously given us. We have faith through grace. This is not by our own effort, but a gift from God. Jumping back into the tragic life story I was sharing with you, it has a better ending. After going through the divorce and living in such chaos, God met me there. God met me in the mess that I created myself. You see, God is not far from us. And wherever you are right now, maybe in in a mess, maybe you feel like you have everything together, or maybe you're trying really hard to make others think you have your life together. Here is some encouragement. God desires to be with you. The creator of the universe wants to meet you exactly where you're at. There is hope. I am here today telling you, whatever's going on in your life, there is hope. If we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our hearts that God raised him from the dead, we will be saved. And that, my friends, is where my new life began. Through God's mercy, he restored my marriage to Colby. We now have two beautiful children, Sophie and Samuel, and boy, do they keep us going. With a full heart, I tell you that the Bible has come alive to me, and I want so badly to help it come alive to you. After all, it is alive and active, sharper than a double-edged sword, piercing until it divides soul from spirit, joints from marrow, And it is able to judge the thoughts and the intention of your heart. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 tells us that. My love for the Bible has landed me in multiple classrooms. I am a student at Dallas Theological Seminary and I major in biblical and theological studies. I know studying the Bible can be nerve-wracking. You may not know where to start when you study the Bible. But do not let the genealogies, the big words you can't pronounce, scare you. Maybe you have different people telling you different things that you should believe. Don't worry, I've been there too. But at Everyday Theologian, we believe that everyone can and should know why they believe what they believe. The culture around us tries to tell us that truth is subjective. Maybe you've heard someone make the statement, this is my truth, or this is true to me. The issue with this is that truth is objective. It does not change. I can wish that the sky was green, but that does not change that the sky is blue. We learn what truth is through examining the Bible. And since we believe that God is the creator of all things, including ourselves, then as the creation, we do not get to tell the creator what truth is. Instead, we deny our own selves and our desires to obey what he tells us. We will give you multiple tools to place in your toolbox that point you to loving God and loving others in a deeper way. Maybe you've been listening and thought, 
why is she saying everyday theologian? Why the name everyday theologian? Well, I'm glad you asked. And yes, I know I just made you ask. (laughs) Have you ever had a conversation about God? Or have you ever thought something about God? If you answer yes to one of those questions, then you are a theologian. Maybe you haven't viewed yourself in this light or used that definition, but the term theology is simply the term we use to summarize our thoughts about God and how we apply those thoughts to our lives. The study of God. Even those who do not believe in God have formed a theology about him. For instance, an atheist would say that God does not exist. Well, that is a thought about God. The issue is not if we are theologians, because we are. The issue is are we accurate theologians? Does what we believe line up with scripture? Let's do a quick exercise. And no, you do not have to get up and jump around, break a sweat, or anything like that. This is an exercise for your mind. I'm going to tell you a quick story from 1 Chronicles chapter 13. So let's jump into it. A man named Uzzah was helping King David move the Ark of the Covenant. Now, the Ark of the Covenant is just a term for the place that God dwelled. So they're moving the Ark of the Covenant, where God is dwelling, back to their homeland. But during the transfer, something tragic happened. The ox that was carrying the Ark began to stumble. And then the Ark of the Covenant, which was on top of the ox, started to move. And Uzzah simply reached out his hand to steady the ark because he didn't want it to fall. That's where God's dwelling. The text tells us, because the Lord's anger burned against Uzzah and he struck him down because he had put his hand on the ark. So he died there before God. Now, in this context, with the information I've given you, you have formed some observations about God. So let's think about them. What are some thoughts during the story that you formed about God? Maybe, wow, he's really angry or unjust or kind of scary. I'm not understanding why Uzzah had to die. Fill in the blank with whatever came to mind during the story. But would your thoughts change If I told you that parts of the story were missing, what if I added that only a Levite priest was supposed to carry the Ark of the Covenant and Uzzah was not a Levite priest? Or what if I told you that poles were supposed to be inserted in the corner rings of the Ark to make sure that no one ever touched it, but they failed to do that as well? When we read the Bible through theological views, we have to have right observations. We have to have right context to properly interpret and then apply the information to our lives. In Exodus chapter 25 and 1 Chronicles chapter 15, we're told how they should have moved the ark. They just failed to listen and obey. Let's be people who listen and obey the word of God. So how do we make sure that we are 
accurate theologians. On this platform, we will use the Bible as our textbook. With that said, we believe that God is not a subject to be studied. Like reading, writing, or math. Rather, God is the creator of all things. As part of his creation, we are only capable of learning what he has revealed to us. Thankfully, God has revealed himself through scripture, his son, Jesus, and the world. He is not far from us. What a gift that he is not far from us. And he desires that we know him. The creator of the universe wants to have a relationship with you. God has given us multiple ways to know him. But just like any healthy relationship, we must put in time to cultivate it. At Everyday Theologian, you can expect weekly thought-provoking podcasts, blogs, online and in-person courses on multiple theological and biblical topics, and fun merchandise. Let's equip ourselves to be ready to give an answer for the hope that we have. See you next week as we cover Core Doctrine. Don't forget to check out everydaytheologian.life for more biblical and theological resources and also some exclusive merchandise.